In this episode of the Focus Coach Show, I will talk about the wellness wheel, an idea that I came up with in podcast five on the moving parts of goal setting and break it down category by category so you can see some ideas for to-dos to bring into your life and get your goals fulfilled. So stick around, let's get started. Welcome to the Focus Coach Show, episode eight on resisting inertia. I'm your host, Jeff Sari, and I'm really excited to bring this podcast to you because we all know now that we're in the trenches of our goals from 2020, January 1st, hopefully you're gaining steam as you go, but the statistics are against you. And that pesky old friend of ours, inertia, will start to come into play if it hasn't already. So this podcast is devoted to what I call operationalizing the wellness wheel that I shared in podcast five on the moving parts of goal setting. It's the vision wheel, the be better wheel, the wheel of fortune, whatever you want to call it. It breaks down you into eight components. Now, you aren't eight people, but this arbitrarily gives you categories to think about and develop a vision for and then actually implement, get to-dos to get these goals done for you, to get your vision realized this year, whatever that looks like for you uniquely. So I'm going to share in all eight categories a few ideas to get you pumped back up, to keep you on the straight and narrow, to keep the train on the tracks. The eight categories, again, are spiritual, mental, emotional, social, financial, physical, environmental, and vocational. So I'm just going to go through one at a time and break them down. Again, these are my ideas just to get you inspired, hopefully, to keep the course going. All right, so spiritual. Spiritual to me is a connection to something greater than you. It's a perspective, a higher power. Some people call it universe or God, whatever that is for you. Some practices that help with that are learning meditation. And we've all heard of meditation and it sounds easy. It's very difficult to learn. It took me many, many years to really be able to figure out what it was to be able to sit in quiet. There are many forms of meditation. Mindfulness meditation is one of the most common. You can find an app. You can look on YouTube for guided meditations. You can read books about it. And bringing this into your life is huge. It gives you a different perspective on your thoughts, your feelings, your physical sensations. It connects you to something deeper. Another aspect of spirituality might be finding a community that you can be part of. It could be a church community. It could be a board you want to sit on, a volunteer organization, something that connects you to other people, to a mission. And speaking of that, maybe even employment as a mission. I feel like my coaching work is very spiritual in some way because I get to connect with people and hear people's stories and realize that, yeah, I'm a unique person, but we all kind of suffer the same ailments and we all want to grow and learn. So we're all kind of in this life together, right? So that kind of connects me. And then reading is a great way spiritually too. So you can read about religion, you can read the Bible, you can read the Bhagavad Gita, these religious texts from eons ago. When I started to meditate in 1998, 
I read so many different texts so I could fill my mind full of different possibilities. And that's what spirituality is to me, is the realm of openness of possibility. The next category is mental or intellectual. So this is your mind's ability to think, to fill it full of knowledge, to learn new things. And so, of course, education is a good way to do it, right? Going back to school for that course or that certification that you've always wanted to garner could be just something you're interested in or could be related to your work. Reading is awesome as well. So there are so many different ways to get reading into your life. Some people do audiobooks, podcasts like this, physical books as well, of course. Reading groups is another way to do it. So getting connected to a book group, that's a cool place to stimulate your mind and share ideas. Emotional world. Therapy is pretty good for that. And if you have used a therapist, which most of us have, you may find some benefit from that. So if you're not doing it, maybe it's time to re-up that and go once a month or so. It's great to vent your feelings out to someone. As a coach, I'm not a therapist, but I'm kind of a pseudo-therapist, so people do tell me their problems. Coaching is about listening and trying to make constructive action and insights in the face of challenges so that people can be released from this negativity and move into positive, constructive action and goal fulfillment. Journaling is a great way too. Journaling your thoughts, your feelings, maybe it's a daily gratitude journal, you know, something like that. Just a place where you can get your thoughts and feelings out on paper. Some people really like that and value it. And also mentoring is a good way to get your emotional world fulfilled as well. Giving back to other people or being mentored by somebody. Right? So someone further along in some pursuit that you're doing, whether it's personal or work, get a mentor, meet with someone regularly, take them to coffee and pick their brain about whatever it is that you're seeking mentoring on. Many organizations now have mentors for people and you could become one of those. So if you work for a big company, check that out, check into the mentoring programs that are happening. Social world. Time goes by quickly, as we all know. There's so much going on. The friendships that you have are key. People with friends live longer. It's been proven out. People with strong ties to other people have better emotional worlds. They're able to share feelings and thoughts and talk about sometimes current events or personal things going on. So regular friend time. I am militant about spending time with my friends. Because I know the payoff it has in my life. Being around other strong men is really important for me to bounce ideas off and get counterpoints and just share in brotherhood. Another way is to get involved. Like I said, with the spiritual bucket, social bucket too, could be volunteering. You know, getting involved in a cause of some kind so that you're socializing with other people. And yet another way is to play music. I just joined a band. I'm a drummer. Before my coaching career, I was a professional drummer. And I've kept it up all these years. And so I just got asked to be part of a band, and I've taken the gig. And it's really fun. I socialize with the bandmates every Wednesday night. We play some good music, and we're going to start gigging. So that's a really good way to get out there as well. 
Also in the intellectual and mental and emotional or social, whatever bucket you want to call it, maybe spiritual, are the hobbies that you have. So I don't want to overlook that one as well. Dusting off a hobby, knitting or jogging or whatever it is that you used to do or you do now, you could do some more of it. So for me, drumming is a hobby. And now that I'm doing it more with a band, it really feels good. So get that going, get your hobbies going, and you'll find very good benefit from it. Physical body is the next component. So with our physical body, we obviously want to exercise, we want to sleep well, and we want to eat well, right? So these are the big three. Exercising in some form, it doesn't have to mean going to the gym. It could mean taking a hike, taking your dog for a walk every day. You know, nutrition, so many different diet plans out there, so many different lifestyles from keto to paleo to South Beach to vegan, whatever it is that you are into, learn more about it, get into it, right? Food is mood. That's what I call it. Food is mood. If you're eating crap, then you're going to feel like crap. Sleep obviously is important. There are really cool apps for sleeping. If you have trouble, there's sound machines. I use a sound machine like therapists have in their office. It's key. It's awesome. Getting a good pillow and a mattress. You know, all of these things contribute to good sleep. Lessening screen time before you go to sleep can help as well. Do some research on sleep and you can find different ways to get better sleep. Lastly, physical body is hydration, one that's really overlooked. Tom Brady, the Patriots quarterback, talks a lot about this in his book, The TB12 Method. And we should be drinking at least half our body weight in ounces of water every day. Well, I try to get 75% because I'm an athlete. But hydration is such an issue that we don't, one, see the symptoms of readily. And two, we're just not aware of it, that it's really that big of a deal. So we need to fill our bodies full of water. I mean, our bodies are 75% water anyway. So we've got to keep that hydration going. Environmental world is the next component. So clearing out the clutter in your house or your office once and for all. Let's get on it, folks. Let's get it done. The best thing for inertia is getting it done. Just take action. We'll talk about that in a minute. So clean out your house. Clean out a closet one at a time. Doesn't have to be all in one weekend, although some people just like to do that. I have a friend who rented a dumpster and just went to town. It was epic, but it was time. Things get cluttered over time. We accumulate stuff as human beings, and it's crazy sauce what we have in our houses or in apartments. Paint or repair some things in your house. You know, the little spots in the wall. Do a major overhaul. Right now, I'm painting the whole interior of my house, and it's really awesome. I've gotten through three rooms already, and it feels great to just have a fresh coat of paint on there. Another way environmentally is clean out your inbox, right? How many of you have like 3,000 emails in your inbox? That to me is not a good energy. To see that many emails in my inbox would drive me crazy. So right now my inbox has one email because I use it as a practice to make sure I either archive something, put it in a folder, take care of it right there. I don't let stuff sit. And if it is sitting in my inbox, it's because I'm working on it right now. It's not a simple one to do or paragraph to send back to this client or whatever. Another way is to unsubscribe to stuff. I went through and unsubscribed to a bunch of things last year 
And I've done so this year as well, because, you know, during the year you subscribe to things, this freebie, then they start sending you emails and then you just delete them as they come in. But actually unsubscribing will lessen that inflow into your inbox of things that you're never going to look at. Lastly, the vocational bucket. This is awesome because this is your work world and most of us spend most of the time at work. So learning how to self-advocate, learning how to step up for yourself and have conversations about your well-being, what you need, and not being a people pleaser, not being afraid of losing your job. I have never seen, knock on wood, anybody speak up to their boss about something they've wanted or something they've been thinking about and been fired. So let's take that off the table and learn how to grow up as an adult and have adult conversations with people. So I call that self-advocacy. And then another way is to increase your network in your workplace, getting out of your shell and going to different departments and learning about other people, finding new allies, finding new friends even. Even going to networking events is a good way vocationally, depending on your job. Obviously, as a solopreneur, I go to a bunch of different networking events to spread the word about my business and try to find leads. So I'm out there doing that. And it's important for me to do that, to get those leads so that I can constantly have some conversations in the pipeline. Your business may not be like that, but you can increase your network by going around and learning about new departments and new people. Quick example is a CFO in a business I worked in as I was developing my coaching business brought me into his office and said, hey, Jeff, you have a good knack for listening. Do you ever do business coaching? And in my head, I said, I have no idea what that means. But out of my mouth, I said, of course I do. And so he ended up giving me my first gig with his wife's business and they hired me on the spot. And it was awesome. And that was 2008. And so it was 12 years ago that I took a risk and it was all because I get to know people in the organization. So those are some ideas for the eight components of the wellness wheel. Go back through this podcast and write some down, create your own. And again, I'm just trying to inspire you to keep the action going in this inertia phase of the year. People start off strong and by the second, third week, start to slide into oblivion which I said in my last podcast on the slide to into oblivion, we've got to be careful of this inertia. So let's get clear about what we want. Let's write it down. Let's review it. Let's schedule it in to our phones. For me, I schedule everything in so that I'm more likely to take action and not put it off. So fitting it all in like a puzzle is a challenge. So you don't want to bite off too much, but you'll find that tempo. If you don't bite off too much, you're going to find yourself with a lot of free time. Free time is great. Spiritually, mentally, emotionally, socially, having free time is awesome. And when is too much free time hindering your ability to focus on what you want? Because a lot of us with free time find inertia and boredom, and then we're left to our own devices. Then we eat like crap. We tube out, yada, yada, yada. You get it, right? So we want to schedule stuff in and then we want to take it, take action. We want to make it happen, folks. We don't want to just talk about it and listen to this podcast. I want you to get off this podcast and get your button gear and get it done. 
go through these categories and make it happen, right? So get clear, write it down, review it, schedule it in, take action, make it happen. And over time, we'll assess our progress. Are we getting what we said we wanted to get? Are you finding value from meeting with your friends? You know, is your inbox still at 10 emails instead of 2,000, right? So you assess it and we adjust as we go on. So another way to look at this is plan, do, review, a pretty simple model. Plan it, do it, review it. Did it work? Did it not work? What happened? What got in your way? What's getting in your way? What's successful? Let's replicate success. Let's keep going, right? Plan, do, review, 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 review. So that's it in a nutshell. Thank you so much for listening. And I'm excited to bring this podcast to you. Until next time, peace. Thanks so much for tuning into The Focus Coach. Go ahead and subscribe to the podcast and share it as well. Also, go to thefocuscoachshow.com slash tools to get your free worksheets, donate to the podcast, and also sign up for a free coaching session. Until next time, peace.